Welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day explained and analysed by The Times of London. Today with me, Rebecca Myers and Toby Gillis. Israel and Hamas have agreed a deal that'll see fighting in Gaza end for a few days. Some Israeli hostages released and a number of Palestinians handed over too. But how did the negotiations go and what happens next? We'll look at it in detail in today's episode. When we hit publish on yesterday's World in 10, we were quite confident Israel and Hamas had agreed a brief ceasefire deal. But the detail was yet to be confirmed and Israel's government hadn't yet voted on it. Now it's all clear. Toby, what are the details? So 50-ish hostages, mostly women and children, will be handed over by Hamas across four nights. For each Israeli released, three Palestinian people imprisoned in Israel will be handed back. 300 lorries carrying aid and fuel will be allowed in each day, although none of it can happen for 24 hours because Israeli citizens have to be given that time to appeal to the Supreme Court there to block the release of the Palestinians. But if you hoped it was the end of the war there, no chance. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said once the hostages are released, the fighting will restart. One of the other things Mr Netanyahu mentioned was... Just how influential Joe Biden has been to the negotiation process. That's not without self-interest, of course, because three American hostages are expected to be among those released. And The Times' Washington reporter Hugh Tomlinson has written a piece explaining the detail of what he calls the, quote, gut-wrenching negotiations, revealing that one source told him Biden was directly and personally engaged almost hour by hour. And I'm delighted to welcome Hugh to The World in 10 now. Hugh... Firstly, how will this agreement be celebrated in the White House, given how heavily invested in the process they have been? Yes, that's right. I mean, President Biden has been personally invested in the uh, negotiations to to secure the release of the hostages from from day, almost from day one. Uh, he held a he held a Zoom call with uh, the families of, uh, of hostages uh, from the Oval Office on I think October the thirteenth, just days after the uh, the attack by Hamas. So there is great relief in within uh, the administration that this deal has come off. Obviously, with the caveat that sort of there are still many, many things that can go wrong. That this deal only secures the release of the first fifty, with many, many more still to still to be recovered. Hugh, in your piece, you talk about Hamas's shifting demands, and they cut off discussions at one point. And Qatar, I think, had warned they'd be tough to work with even before this process began. So. How significant was the release of those two American hostages back on October the 20th to then now getting to this point? Very significant. I mean, speaking speaking to uh, White House officials last night, it's clear that the release of the two women, Judith and Natalie Renan, uh, mother and daughter, on humanitarian grounds was a real breakthrough, not, not least because it proved that the Qataris could deliver on their word, that this secret cell that was set up to uh, negotiate the hostage release could deliver, that this, this back channel between Israel and Hamas was operating. And just finally, how much pressure might Joe Biden now apply, I guess, to Israel to sort of extend this pause and to Hamas to, to sort of free more hostages beyond this initial four days? That remains to be seen. Um, it's clear from sort of from noises coming out of the White House last night that they would like to see this deal extended, but Hamas will have to keep delivering new batches of hostages for the ceasefire to hold. And obviously Netanyahu is under intense pressure from within his own cabinet, from right-wing members who didn't want to do this deal at all, to return to return to the fighting as soon as possible. So the White House would like to see the pause extended to get more humanitarian aid into Gaza and more hostages out, but that deal, that deal remains very fragile. 
Times Washington reporter Hugh Tomlinson, thank you very much. So that's the American perspective. What about from the two respective sides? Let's start with Israel, which has been under huge pressure from the families of the hostages to take this action. Yes, no doubt that that's played a role. But Mark Regev, one of Netanyahu's senior advisers, told Times Radio they've been happy to do this for some time and that it's Hamas which has delayed things. There is no risk-free policy here. If we can get people out, we think it's the right priority at this moment. But no illusions about Hamas. They will use this as a timeout. What is interesting is that we've been saying for three, four weeks already that to get hostages out, we're willing to make a pause in the fighting. And Hamas was not ready. Only now have they agreed. And the reason is we've been destroying their military uh, structure, taking out their senior commanders, slowly but surely taking apart their military machine. And as a result, they've finally agreed to the release of our hostages. As you might expect, though, the narrative from the Palestinian side is different. Mixed feelings over the specifics of the deal and the time it's taken to get to this point. Noor Adeh is a former spokeswoman for the Palestinian Authority who told us Israel chose violence over the freedom of their people right from the start. Most of the details, as we understand it, were already on the table a month ago. Um, and instead of going for that deal, saving lives, uh, there was a ground invasion. So um, I think it comes as bittersweet for the Palestinian side. People in Gaza will be welcoming it because it will at least provide them with a few days to receive an increase in humanitarian assistance. Although the movement from south to north will still not be allowed, which means that people who still have home standing in Gaza won't be able to return to them to get some winter clothes and property uh, before they head back and and remain in their displaced status. So um, not all good as far as the uh, ordinary Palestinians, but I think the humanitarian assistance increase will be certainly welcomed. So that's the current situation in Gaza. The first hostage and prisoner exchanges are expected to take place on Thursday. That's assuming Israel's Supreme Court clears them to happen if appeals take place. There'll, of course, be continued analysis of the situation on tomorrow's World in 10. North Korea and its threat to Western and particularly American security is always a tricky issue to cover because it's impossible to truly tell how factual the country's claims are. But America is taking this next one seriously. Yes, North Korea says it's successfully launched its first spy satellite and that President Kim Jong-un has already been looking at photos of an American military base stationed in Guam in the Pacific Ocean, some 2,000 miles to the south. The US, South Korea and Japan have condemned the move, saying the launch via a rocket breaches United Nations resolution banning the North from developing rocket technology. Yet, some believe it might actually make the West safer. Believe it or not, that is true. Here's the Times' Asia editor, Richard Lloyd Parry. Some experts say that actually it may be a good thing for the world if North Korea can look down and see what its adversaries are doing. Uh, I mean, one of the fears is always misinformed military escalation into conflict. You know, North Korea feels very threatened. If, if they can look to their own satellites and Kim can see that actually the Americans and the South Koreans are not moving large numbers of troops, you know, rolling out their missiles, then that may encourage him 
to behave wisely himself. It remains to be seen whether there are sanctions placed against North Korea for these actions. But in the meantime, Kim Jong-un says he's planning to launch more similar satellites as soon as he can. International sport, and football in particular, can be a dangerous place. In South America, it can get particularly boisterous. And when big rivalries collide, it would seem sensible, I would have thought, to segregate fans. Yeah, when Argentina, Lionel Messi and all, visited Brazil for a World Cup qualifier on Tuesday night, the authorities allowed them to sit together and it caused carnage. It's horrible to see, actually, and there are videos on the Times website Between police and Argentinians, it was horrible clashes, with the players trying to stop officers using batons, and at least one fan ended up horribly bloodied. And FIFA, the sports world governing body, is yet to comment. Finally, Rebecca, one more to highlight. Any idea what you could lay in the 380-odd miles between LA and San Francisco? Uh, I think... Sadly, a printout of my heating bill at the moment <laughs> might <laughs> might just about stretch. <laughs> oh dear, let's not tell your housemates. Uh, how about the film, non-digital in those days, of course, created by all the improvisation Robin Williams did in Mrs Doubtfire? Ah. Because that is what the director has revealed happened as we approach the 30th anniversary of its release. I love that, but I will say, thank goodness, the outtakes of this podcast aren't physical because <laughs> it would be 500 miles, I think, easy. Perish the thought. Uh, That is all we have time for. Thanks for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.